0: Today on the Zabecast, for 15 long years, me and fellow DC native Andy Poland sat in the studio and chewed over non-championship season after non-championship season. Well the drought is over, and since we don't get to share a studio, I said, fuck it! I'll go to his back porch and revel in it all, which is what today's show is about. If you've got 45 championship minutes to kill, then buckle up and let's go! <laughs> Here we go! Tuesday, June 12th, 2018. Thank you for downloading and thank you for continuing to support this podcast, which continues to grow. I am humbled and appreciative of every one of you who listen. And I really look forward to the summertime because the downtime, the, the dead time, the dead zone in sports radio, as we call it, is quite often the best time. And I get emails from a lot of you people saying, oh, I love this summer. You're not tied down to what happened in the game last night. You get off on far-flung tangents. You, you you talk about things that are off the beaten path. And a lot of them are sports-y, but a lot of them are kind of not. I think we all need a break from sports to a certain extent. And we will stretch out our legs this summer here on the Zabecast and get far afield and talk to a lot of different people. I will still have my regulars on, but I'm going to start you know walking out on a ledge here and Getting some other people in on the show, and I'm looking forward to that. But before we do that, we got a championship. We got a championship to talk about. Before we get to Andy Pollan, and I did visit him on his back porch of his new house, new condo, new uh, townhome, whatever you call it, a little bit of a downsize for he and his lovely wife, Arlene, Empty Nesters now. With two kids, not just out of the house, but off the payroll, which is no small feat because, look, we saw the story about the loser in upstate New York who had to be forcibly evicted by his parents. And then he took him to court. So I went to Andy's house because I had to revel in the championship by the Capitals. And we talked for a good 40 minutes or so. That's coming up in just a second. But first, let's revisit that Chinese proverb known as, May you live in interesting times. No more than one year ago, and I didn't check the dates, but I know it was less than a year, North Korea was launching missile after missile. Tensions were high. They launched a new nuke that experts say could reach the continental U.S., or if not the continental U.S., uh, perhaps at least Hawaii. In fact, Hawaii at one point issued a incoming ballistic missile alert. Which turns out it was a, oh, whoops, never mind, sorry, shouldn't have done that. Well now, on Monday, Trump and Kim, Trump and Kim Jong-un, yes, Uh, or Kim Jong-il, I always mix them up, Uh, uh, Trump and Kim, let's just leave it at that, have met face to face and have shook hands, and this is actually happening. Unless we're in a simulation, which some people are now saying, that this is all a big simulation, and how could it not be? Because look at how crazy it is. Trump and Kim have met face-to-face shook hands. Dennis Rodman, yes, the rebounding phenom from the Chicago Bulls' second run of championships with Michael Jordan, is on CNN wearing a MAGA hat in tears with a PotCoin.com t-shirt. yes. A potcoin. What is potcoin? I think it's a mix of a cryptocurrency and a marijuana dispensary. Which uh, can you get anything more perfect than that? I mean, this is just insanity. Now, I don't know if any kind of lasting denuclearization of the North Korean of the Korean Peninsula is going to occur from this. Um, I don't know what situations going to come of it, but just holy fuck! For a second, step back and say. As Vern Lundquist would say, in your life, did you think something something like this was even possible? And I think in part, it's almost like maybe, maybe, maybe Trump is the only guy and the perfect guy to have arrived at this time in history to actually pull off a meeting like this. In fact, it might be the greatest cosmic bounce in world history that the two exact men needed to see eye-to-eye to come to a deal are two megalomaniacs with two of the worst fucking haircuts you have ever seen. I mean, look at the two of them. I bet one of the first things they talked about was, nice hair, man. Hey, you know what? I like the way you wear that. When the rest of the world is looking at both guys going, Jesus, really? Really. So we shall see what comes of it, but man, we are living in interesting times. I'm at the parade today, downtown Washington, D.C. The Capitals will make their way down Constitution Avenue to a stage set up just in the shadow of the steps of the Capitol building. It should be quite a sight, quite a scene. And if you are down there and are going to linger through the afternoon, parades at 11 a.m., I don't imagine it would last much longer than two hours, be over at 1 Uh, Our show, myself and Scott Lynn and Sally won't be there, but we'll be back in the studio. My show on the Team 980 will go off at 4 o'clock from Penn Quarter Bar, which is just down the road, uh, a couple blocks down from the uh, Capital One Arena. So please come on by if you are around at that time and revel in the championship parade and say hi. In other Caps news, my niece Alyssa, my brother's daughter, back from freshman year in college at USC, went to Ovi's mansion, I guess somewhere in McLean, in the nicer part of McLean than where my parents live, uh, and drew a giant thank you in chalk on the street in front of Ovie's house. <laughs> Very nice. And uh, on Fallon on Monday night, Holtby and Ovi went to New York City to be on the show, and Jimmy Fallon did a keg stand with the help of Ovi and Holtby Drinking out of the cup itself. It is just so beautiful. First of all, I love it when hockey gets a mainstream pop, and certainly uh, Jimmy Fallon is a mainstream pop. Yes, he's an NBC product, and of course NBC has hockey, and it's an easy connection. But still, I, I love it when there's mainstream pops for a sport that you and I love, hockey. And I love it when it's our guys that are getting to do all these things. The guys that we have loved for a long time. The Holt Beast and the captain, Alex Ovechkin. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. Paid my dues. All right, it is Andy time. Never got to share a studio to talk about a championship, but hey, we don't need no stinking studio. We had plastic jack chairs and a quiet Cool, overcast Monday evening.
1: to take that, and he gave it up there, and it's bet back off for Connolly. Save, it It's Eller. It's four to three, Capitals. Well, they're up for grabs in our nation's capital, and rightfully so. Brett Connolly finds himself wide open in the slot. The shot, second chance opportunity. And Lars Eller puts it into the wide open net, gets inside position,
0: and the Capitals with a one-goal lead here in game five. All right, I've just always wanted to say this. How you doing? champion. It feels good. Tell me it doesn't feel good. Well, And you, Andy, are not a big hockey fan. You've never made any pretense about that. Don't lie to me. It feels fucking great. Oh, it was tremendous. And it was made even better
1: by the weekend. Now, that will probably surprise you coming from a man who's closing in on his 60th birthday. But
0: the cup celebration that we saw the weekend after. Right. Yeah. Right. The, the, the weekend, the, the 48 hours of O V. Yeah. Hangover that... 4. It, it was awesome. It really was because good. Because here's the thing.
1: When you're a fan, yeah, you get to participate in, in watching together as a group on television. Or if you're lucky enough to get a ticket, you're there. Yep. But this was an opportunity where you could celebrate with the team. And in this day and age,
0: with Twitter and Instagram, you know where the party is. You could just go. You could, although you'd have to be nimble. Yeah, because they didn't announce their plans. No. They didn't say we're going to Don Tito's. They didn't say we're going to be here. Right, but but they were in Georgetown for a few hours. You're right. Um, right. So, <laughs> so 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 keep on your social media, and when you see them pop up, yeah. Yeah. get your ass there. Or, or you, if you're lucky
1: enough to be down there, the, the point is is this wouldn't happen in any, any other sport. I can't see it happening in baseball, maybe. It certainly wouldn't happen in football. There's 70 guys. There's not 25, that, and most of them travel in packs. And the basketball guys, they have their own entourages. They, right. they go
0: in 12 different directions. John Wall is not going to be doing laps in the fountains right. outside whatever that place was in Georgetown. Yeah. It, it is, you know, hockey players are the most humble guys, generally speaking, down to earth. But this team in particular... The most accessible stars, yes, that hockey has seen in a long oh, ass time. Yeah. And Ovechkin, Avechkin was Riggins as a nice guy, like you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, like he's he he's you a know he's stuck on himself, Riggins. Yeah, yeah, like yeah.
1: you know he, he he's, he's Russian. He's, he's like yeah. he's, he enjoyed the whole thing. How about the fact? that they went to the Nationals game, okay? Right. And, and first, it started at noon, so they were having to get up after, maybe they got a few hours sleep, I don't know. Right. They show up throughout the first ball. They would only stayed for the whole game, they just pounded beers the whole time. Right. Ovechkin held up
0: the cup. I mean, it was just so, so natural and so real. It was great. Didn't you feel good that, two of our sports teams were cross-pollinating? Yes. That they were rooting for each other and that they were not these separate, jealous entities?
1: Well, you know, I said this to Tom, and he didn't really remember this, maybe you do, but it seems like when the Redskins were really good... There was some jealousy from Bullets Capitals, like really. Yeah, that's all anybody talks about. Don't anybody cares about damn Redskins. I don't remember that. Yeah, I. I, I, mean, I you're
0: talking prehistoric times, 1991 at yeah, the latest. Right. So none of the current social media jealousies were out there, or the internet jealousies, or anything else. Yeah. But
1: Ryan was, Kerrigan went. I mean,
0: all the all the players from the teams went to the games. It was great. Oh, to the games, yeah. yes. But but so far, only the Nats have partied with. Ovechkin and the Cup. Well, they didn't have a game for the Redskins. And, you we're know. the NBA guys. They're probably scattered the wind, right? Yeah, I mean. They're not hanging yeah, out there. Maybe Tomas Satoransky will hang <laughs> out and you'll <laughs> <he'll> have fun. <laughs> but, I, I mean, it, just seeing it was so great. Okay, just- here's the other thing I had to ask you about. By the way, we're coming to you live from Andy Poland's new backyard deck. Yeah. Uh, in an undisclosed part of Gaithersburg, Maryland. Uh, it's actually uh, Autumn Wind Court Four One. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, this is the first time I've had a deck since New York. You like it? I do, and and there's a lovely maple tree that is yeah. providing some shade and some cover, which is going to stain your deck with detritus in the fall. But well, you can I yeah, worry about that later. I have to power
1: wash. Okay. There's a few things I have to
0: do here. Uh, Andy still has boxes still yes, unboxed yes, in yes, the house. Yes. Yes. But uh, it's a it's a it's a lovely 62 degree June day with rain. Mm-hmm. This late into June, Andy, what have I been telling you about the weather in DC? Not good. I know, but you're not. how's the weather been this spring? Huh? Not good, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's not been blazing hot yet. No, but it's rained the whole day. We've had had a lot of
1: rain. Yeah, but now I don't have to cut my grass anymore, so it doesn't matter. You don't care.
0: (laughs) The the HOA cuts your grass. (laughs) That's right. So uh, so we're out here on Andy's deck. So here's what I was dying to ask you about Mm -hmm. is were you not, like me, blown away at the streets of filled with red yes i did not think andy that we had it in us as a town had no idea and there it was yeah that was that was really something because um
1: what was that i don't know how
0: those people come from. well
1: i think some of them you know there's been a lot of movement of millennials to the city really so yeah i think you know an older crowd doesn't necessarily show up for something like that okay so younger oh, people sure, yeah. younger people living downtown not having to schlep in from Rockville or Loudon County or something like right, that you know right, right. Th- there's that and and also I just think that the whole Media thing is so big now that people w- want to be a part of some a big event, yeah. Some Twitter big feed. something, yeah. Something gets sent out to different. Oh, well, look at me! I'm on Instagram. Somebody sent right. that out. Yeah. So right. there's 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 that. But do you know the last team to win a championship in town? You know what that was? This is this. I found this really interesting. Well, the bullets.
0: Well, the Redskins won wanted-
1: it. Those neutral, all neutral fields for the Skins, for the three Super Bowls. Oh
0: well, you're talking about when they played a championship game right in DC correct okay well obviously you're, you're not counting NFC championship games then no okay well then football will never be the case right all right okay obviously not baseball mm-hmm. uh, basketball would be 79 78 when they 78, right. when they beat the Sonics on the road last what? team
1: to win a game seven on the road till the Cleveland did it a couple of years ago okay okay and then before that would have been the 1942 championship
0: okay. game for Hold the last on on second. Kids. You you swerved me on the question. You implied that the You I thought you were saying that the Capitals had won a championship at home, which they did not. That's my point. That's the point I'm saying. So yes. you're saying the last time that has happened yeah, was, it was in 1942. Wow. Yeah. So if it, but it didn't matter. No, that, but,
1: but just think it. Just think uh, if, if 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 the deciding game was at at the uh, at Capital One. Capital One. Everybody spilling out of the arena, mixing in with the people it, who were outside. It didn't matter. Yeah. They
0: the arena was still filled. With people watching on TV on TV. TV. Yeah. The yeah. streets were still filled. Yeah. You know, eight different ways. You're right, you're right. It was right. insane. Yeah, it, w- it was
1: totally, totally like nothing like we've seen before. For the Redskins Championships, they would fill Georgetown. And there were a number of arrests, by the way. This time, one arrest. One arrest. Amazing.
0: Very <laughs> well-dealed Someone's got to find that
1: schmuck <laughs> and, and do, <laughs> a fe- go. do a feature
0: right. story on him. How, how great is it with Philly doing what they did? No one climbed up light poles. No, we yeah. didn't have to grease the goddamn light poles. Yeah. Uh, no one ate horse shit on camera. Right. It was a nice civil Celebration that was massive. Yeah. So that brings me to my next question, which is how many of those fans knew whether a puck is stuffed, pumped, or solid? Great question. I, I would guess that
1: seventy-five percent of them had not watched more than a period of the regular
0: season before hopping on board. For These the are playoff. people in the streets. Yeah. How about people in the building to watch on TV? They might be a little they bit more. They knew hockey, They right? knew
1: hockey. But, but again, this is, this is a sport. It's kind of like college basketball in that you could pick it up when the tournament starts, you know? Right. And, and you know, there are hardcore college basketball fans, and I oh, watch right. more than most.
0: All right, but all these people were wearing red. Yeah. And there was people wearing, tons and tons of people wearing jerseys. Right. which is a financial commitment of at least 150 bucks yeah. for a decent replica, and you're telling me those people hadn't watched more than a period of hockey all year? I think a lot of them hadn't. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I- and they
1: were just caught up in it? Yeah. Wow, I think that's what I think. I mean, I could be wrong, but, but I know. the television ratings regular season indicate that's you know there's not that kind of. Crowd. But the ratings for the playoffs were spectacular. Yeah, the, the, you heard it. People said it over and over. My wife never
0: watched a sporting event. She couldn't miss any of the Capitals game. <laughs> you get caught up in it. It, it was it was just. It was... I was fantastic, and of course, I went to the Twitter feed of one Michael Wilbon mm-hmm. to see whether he had issued any kind <laughs> of honest mea culpa. <laughs> And, of course, the answer was no. It was a tepid sort of third-person, well, to win a game on the road to win the Stanley Cup. Pretty impressive. (laughs) And that was it. Made no comment of, boy, I really misjudged D.C. as a sports town, or maybe that was true in the past when I was writing for the Post, but it isn't now. Nothing. Yeah. Weak sauce from
1: Wilbon. It was. And I'll tell you something else. You know the population, especially of the inner city
0: of D.C., yeah. that has
1: mushroomed. Has it really since since Wilbon stopped writing columns? Which I got to think is like ten inside years
0: inside the district of Commodity. You're yeah. saying that the population is up. It's up. Yeah, Really? And it's up in the whole whole area too. Well, our, yeah, our whole market. obviously. yeah, the our D&D. area. But yeah, yeah, wow. Well, yeah. I mean. Uh, I thought I thought it was so good for the town. I, I you know, and of course I was super happy for the uh, for the team. It was not a team, not only a team that suddenly got clutch when for years Andy they had been chokers, right? Undeniable, choking dogs, as Mr. Tony would mm-hmm. say. But they became clutch, and they became resilient, clutch and calm, clutch. Like yeah, yeah, we're down three to two to Tampa. Hold our beer. Watch this.
1: Yeah, I I was working at uh, WTOP when they lost that third straight to Tampa. And I was interested, you know, when you you work the late night, you have to cut all the press conferences and everything. So I watched the whole Barry Trotz press conference. And I was really amazed at how calm he He was. was? And he said, he said, I was really impressed by the way we played. He said, the only bad game we've had in this series is game five. Right. And I like where we are. And then they came back and threw two shutouts. They, that was
0: amazing. Game six, uh, I know, Andy, you're not a hockey savant, but it was an absolute lockdown ass whooping. Yeah. It was maybe the best hockey game I've ever seen this franchise play, and it was spectacular. And then how does game seven start? With about a 190 mile an hour OV rocket yeah. for a goal, 1 nothing, And then Tom Wilson knocking Braden Coburn's hat off. That's right. In something that's going to be immortalized. That image and the image of Holtby making the save in the finals. Oh, yeah. Those are in the pantheon now of DC Sports images, right? Oh, yeah. Moving images... And episodic highlight moments. Yeah, that's correct?
1: that's there with the with the Riggins run. That's the wham gi- bam. It's the Redskins. Yep. Daryl Grant, the Jason Worth home run in Game right. Five, even though they didn't the win the Worth Quake didn't win the series or Game Four. Right. Um, what else would I put in that? Um, Kevin
0: Gravies jumper against uh, well, the was, Spurs. Actually, uh, it was
1: Wes Unseld hitting two free throws <laughs> to lock lock up the game down and Yeah, slow. but he didn't hit free throws very well. Right. So that's that's one of them. Um, if you want to go to college, the Drew Nicholas shot. Uh, from the corner at, Okay That the, was a good
0: one But that was against UNC Wilmington Yeah that it was first was only round In the first round Yeah But you know okay. they,
1: they, I, I, These are just things Off the top of my no, head No I hear you
0: so, um, so as far as the uh, You know The other thing too Is about the Capitals 44 years no, yep. no championships It dawned on me Were we the Cubs Of hockey No What other teams Had been in, in existence That long Without a single Stanley Cup championship
1: uh, you know, the the Rangers went 54 years without a cup. Correct, uh, but they got one. They got one, but, they're, but they're, they, the length of that is longer than the history. I'm of not the...
0: talking about length. I'm talking about itches not yet scratched. Mm. Were we not the Cubs? I'm going to have to research that because I didn't even think about that.
1: Yeah, but there's you know, no... The, the Cubs were all about being
0: lovable. The, the iconic, I'm not comparing the yeah. aesthetics. I'm saying for sheer number of years in existence right and look all these other dipwad you know expansion (laughs) sunbelt teams carolina hurricanes florida panthers tampa bay lightning uh the preds came close they may win one yet anaheim won one so there's these other teams that have been around i mean we're not an original six city no one's pretending that but 44 years is not chump change no no. Well, look Look at the other team that came in with them. Do you know the
1: other team that came in as an expansion team with the Capitals? No. Kansas City Scouts. <laughs> last, lasted two years in Kansas City. Moved to Colorado. Became the Rockies for four years.
0: But... The Colorado Rockies, Rock, not the Avalanche. Not the Rockies. They were the And what happened to the Colorado Rockies hockey team?
1: They moved to New Jersey and became the Devils. The devils. So, so you could say, wow, the Kansas City Scouts, how many of the Devils won? Three Cups over so the years, something like
0: that? Yeah. So you could say, wow, well, they won three Cups, look at that. But they moved twice. Yeah. You know? The other thing, too, is that you know the, the Capitals have been loved. Maybe not be loved, but they've been loved in this town for a long, long time. Not just with little whippersnappers like me playing street hockey on the mean cul-de-sacs of McLean, Virginia, with my orange Milek hockey ball and my buddies, <laughs> and not just me going to games with Andy Janoyak and his green GTO muscle car in Lanham, stopping in Lanham at the Popeyes, because we didn't have them in you know, white people's areas. It was like, oh, the Popeyes a great chicken. Stopping in Lanham and then going to the game. Yeah, uh, It wasn't all that. I remember, Andy the late Glenn Brenner mm-hmm. with Gordon Peterson on Channel 9 when the Caps were hot with the Gold Dust Twins of Bobby Carpenter and Mike Gartner getting all excited during the newscast mm-hmm. about the Capitals are flying. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, They I, loved the hockey they, team back They did, then. but the hockey team didn't really start to become this sea of red madness until Ovechkin came along. Because, Understood. Because the, the Capitals drew okay in Landover, right. and then they moved – and that fan base didn't go with them downtown.
0: Well, it was a shot and a beer, truck-driving, yeah. rural, white fan base.
1: So it, start, it took a while to build up. Remember, it started in 97.
0: Plus, they changed the uniforms from the red, white, and blue to the god-awful teal and black. Yeah, and they that did that though,
1: They did that before they left the Capitol Center. I don't think so. Yeah, they did.
0: Look it up. I think they did. Oh, I, ladies and gentlemen, time out. <laughs> I normally never challenge Andy <laughs> on historical <laughs> things in D.C., but uniforms is not his wheelhouse, <laughs> so I may challenge him on Check this one. That. I, I think they did. I, 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 I will. I will footnote this on today's podcast. I don't think they ever played a game at Cap Center in those god awful blue, teal, whatever color jerseys.
1: Okay, well, but whatever it was. But they the the red came along because Ovechkin played in those jerseys. Ovechkin the first year.
0: played in those jerseys the first, first year
1: when they went to the Sea of Red. That's when things really change.
0: Well, it's a no-fucking-brainer. I mean, we're D.C., red, white, yeah. and blue. Pick a color. Red, white, or blue, or some combination yeah. of, the, of the...
1: Well, they got caught up in that 90s thing with, you know, the like Charlotte Hornets
0: had it. And I know. Everybody else had it. I know, but the teams were terrible. Yes. Like, before Ovechkin came... Well, our, he had the 98 run. Okay, sorry, but, but there's a gap shortly after that run because they loaded up on veterans.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, that that year... Yarmir
0: Yocker was... was A A disaster. Disaster. Exactly. A gambling, non-debt-paying, non-tax-paying bag of shit. Right. Who, by the way, needs like 42 games to make make him the, the longest... To put him atop the list of most NHL games played by anybody, wow. which is a pretty revered thing. He's right close. He's unsigned right now. Who's for got it, Gordy Howe? Because he played till he was fifty. I think so. Yeah. Me and some hockey guys were talking about this. Yeah. But okay, so so shortly after '98, the veterans left. Yeah. And they were bad for a spell there. Where when Ovechkin came in, the former captain of the team was one Jeff Halpern. Right. Jeff Halpern, one of your Try yeah, Jewish 20, Sports Hall of Fame. One of yours, <laughs> yeah. kid from Potomac. Yeah, but. Okay? But went and to high school in Canada. Fine. Okay. But, but Jeff Halpern was the quintessential try hard, overachieving journeyman right. hockey player. And he was the captain yeah. of a Capitals team that finished so bad, they drafted 1 1 and got this Russian kid right, named Alex Ovechkin. Well,
1: how about this? They draft Ovechkin in 04. 04 05, there's a lockout, yes. no season. Right. If if you really want to go back and keep it technical, you go back to the previous year, who had the worst record? Shouldn't the Capitals have drafted one again?
0: I think so, and I'm trying to but figure out. But they didn't. Out. you know who was taken? Who? One Sidney Crosby. Oh, my God. That's right. That's, <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. Imagine those two guys so, the same Yeah. Thing. So so if it would have deprived us of a lot of takes of who's better, Sid or Crosby. Yeah. Sid or uh, Ovechkin. But can you think of what a dynasty that would have been? It would have been something. Yeah. It would have been something, but yeah. Uh, so yeah. So that Ovechkin, you know, and of course along the way. By the way, Andy wrote a really good piece on this at wtop.com. Yes, about the the Capitals' trials and tribulations over the years. If you really want to get nerdy about it, but uh, you know, Ovechkin got ripped a lot along yeah. the way. Well, yeah, because he was not a complete player. He did slack off at times. He let himself get a little bit out of shape and overweight at times. Do you remember our conversation
1: with George McPhee before one game?
0: All right, tell it to people. We're there in the concourse at Capital One Arena, then uh, Verizon. George McPhee, great guy, quiet guy, sat down with us to do an interview before the mics came on. He said to us.
1: I think you said it on the air. It was, oh, we did. Okay. It was like, and, and he and he named his weight, which was were like way high, like two forty something. Yeah, I mean, he he said he he did not come in. I think you
0: can play as two forty or maybe two thirty five. He is a fucking dump truck.
1: I thought it was like two twenty five, but okay. you may be right. But anyway, he he gave us a weight and said basically, you know, said he was he was not in shape. He should not. Right. Yeah.
0: And and that is what, and apparently I read a story yesterday that said. There was a meeting at one point a couple years ago where Ovechkin was not giving effort, back-checking, and the fellow players on the team were ripping him, even though he was the captain. I know. They were like, hey, man, we need more than this from you. He bought in this year. And this year he bought in, and it all came up aces. And man, man was it fun. And I was in Vegas to see the cup lifted, and you were asking me before we came on here, you were talking about the times you had seen our teams win championships, and the first... And most important one of your lifetime was in Pasadena, California. Yeah. I,
1: that's the one I went as a fan. Super Bowl um, Seventeen. Super Bowl 17 I've probably told you this story before. Redskins,
0: Dolphins. Yep. That
1: was the Rigo run on fourth yep. and one 40 chip? Uh, 70 chip. 70, 70 chip. 70 chip on white. Uh, but what happened that year was, it was there was a strike. Sandwich. It was a strike. Remember that? Yeah, so, I remember that, yes. So there was bad feelings about the league uh they expected the cowboys to be in the championship game because when the redskins arrived in pasadena all the gear they got from the nfl was blue no way (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. so (laughs) so they get out there and and it's the rose bowl so that's a hundred thousand seats right right and and plus you're they compress the time so there's only a week between the championship game and the super bowl and this
0: strike year was when they just left games on the table They didn't use replacements. Replacements year was 87, which the Redskins also won the Super Bowl in San Diego with Doug Williams against the So
1: it was a nine-game season, and then a four-game, you had to win four games to get to the Super three games to get to the Super Bowl. It was like a tournament. Right. And so they won the three at home, including the Dallas game. They get there. So uh, my friend Joe Fowler was living out there, and uh, he said, why don't you fly out, and we'll see what we can get from the scalpers. So I flew out there <laughs> on a Saturday afternoon and, and the face value of the tickets in 1980, this is January, $70, 40. Oh, Jesus. And we had, and a couple of his friends came, we bought four tickets together in the end zone two hours before the game at face value. If we'd have waited until like, 20 minutes before the game, we would have been on the 50-yard line. Seats were available. Wow. And uh, But the game was spectacular. The night was spectacular. There was this group of Jets fans behind us, and they were rooting for the Dolphins to win because the Dolphins had just beaten the Jets the week before in the well, AFC. Well, then they're
0: not real Jet fans. Yeah,
1: but they just wanted – they... they should
0: be hating the Dolphins. Yeah. They should have been
1: rooting for us. And, and they were screaming in my ear, and then Fulton Walker took a kickoff back. <laughs> 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 and, it's, and then the Riggins run, and I just turned around and shook their hands and
0: they laughed. It was great, though, wasn't it? Oh, it was so great. Yeah. It was just so great. And it, and it, uh, what I have felt with this is that it's better than I thought it would be and it's sustaining longer than I thought it would. And I think it will sustain longer. Like, it's incredible to think, like, hey, not only did these guys win it, but they were great in winning it. Yeah, They were clutch in winning it. And we have the respect of the rest of the league. And we have the rest respect to the rest of the sports world, even if that does not include one Michael Wilbon.
1: Or Larry Brooks. Did you hear what Larry Brooks wrote? No, one he oh, wrote. He wrote in his column, he said, Well, you know, it's nice, he did all the right things, he scored the big goals, but it doesn't erase his failures from oh, before. Fuck and, him.
0: And and he's, this, he's gonna be my fuck that guy for this week. And and Larry, Larry Brooks, lac- hockey writer for the New York Times.
1: And on top of that, he said he he didn't have to go through John Van Beesbrook to get to the finals. And I said... Todd Van Beesbrook's 50 years old. No, but but the other point is the Rangers weren't in the playoffs. Exactly. They were the twelve seed. He right. couldn't do it. <laughs> but he's the guy that was writing when Ovechkin was in his first couple of years. Yeah, he's got to get out of that little cow town Washington.
0: Right. right. Get him right. Up the league here. needs him somewhere in New else York. better. In New York. Yeah. At the Rangers. Yeah. What a dick. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh so be it. That's Sports writers, Andy, they sometimes have agendas. They do. They sometimes have grudges. They're they are sometimes petty. Yes. And I think that's why, and I'll lead you into this next one here, T.O. has decided not to go to the Hall of Fame induction to stick it to the writers who didn't let him in on the first or second ballot. And Gary Myers... Decides, well, I wouldn't have voted for him then, which is the stupidest yeah. opinion I've ever heard. That's
1: stupid, but what T.O.'s doing is so petty and stupid and attempting to take away attention from the other inductees, including Bobby Beathard. So if I were the Hall of Fame, I would say, and our next inductee is Terrell Owens. Put the statue down
0: next. next. <laughs> That's it. No highlight reel? Nothing. nothing. No one talking nothing. about him? I said, no, yeah, because he didn't show up. Uh, it was Terrell Owens. He could not be here tonight. But we congratulate him on his induction. Next up, Bobby Beathard. Exactly. So you think it's rude of what, you think it's wrong what he's doing. The
1: ultimate me guy decided to make it about me. What if he
0: has a real problem with this whole shindig? What if he just wanted to be recognized as a Hall of Famer, and now he is, and he's like, fine, I don't need to be there.
1: Yeah, but since when has he ever said, put the spotlight on somebody else?
0: Okay, but do you really think he's going to take away from well, I the think, other inductees? I think it, Who are the other inductees? Uh, I don't know if the top of Beathard my head. Is one, though, yeah, right? Not, okay. not Joe Jacoby, unfortunately. Exactly, and that was a big push that yeah. we made, but in vain. Yeah, so
1: he'll in go vain. in with the Veterans Committee,
0: but okay. it's terrible. All right, so next championship here in D.C.
1: You know, my bold prediction going into 2018.
0: Was both the Nats and the Caps. So the Nats will be next. Do they look like, do they smell like they have a championship team on their racket? No, but maybe that was the same formula
1: that helped the Capitals win, that they win it as the third seed.
0: And, and it's true that in baseball you get hot and that's all it takes. I mean, the Giants, yeah. their three titles, I think, in the last ten years, none of those teams were juggernaut teams. No,
1: and And you get a guy like Madison Bumgarner who basically, you know, Becomes Superman in the playoffs. Right. And, and you know, you. He, got
0: Scherzer. You Scherzer know, is that, that guy. And hindsight, yeah.
1: If Scherzer doesn't have a hamstring problem, he starts game one and then he starts game five. Right. And right, right. maybe they win. Tom Libero still insists that once they get to a seven game series, they're unbeatable because of the depth of the starting
0: pitching. Oh, really? But okay. he said, you know. Even with the back end relievers yeah. and bullpen, being mean, a little dicey.
1: But you, you, Harper's got to hit more than 235. Okay. Uh, last year, you had a great year from Zimmerman. I don't know if you can expect that again. Right. Uh, Daniel Murphy is supposedly going to come back tomorrow night and DH if he if he can hit. Fine. They don't have anybody who's hitting. I think they're, the top hitter in their lineup is batting like 260, something like that. Yeah. So it's it's not. They're missing. They're missing some hitting. The starting pitching has been great. Middle relief is, eh, Sammy Solis pitches every day, it seems like. <laughs> exactly. And, and uh, Sean Doolittle's a great closer, which is something they missed in the past, yeah. too.
0: So, let's say the Nats were to win it. How do you think the scene will be? Bigger. Than and the this Capitals? pisses off the Capital Nation, too. You really believe bigger, that? Bigger, bigger. Where will fans congregate? Not in that god-awful concrete jungle known as the bullpen. Well, the, the, the Where, area what has streets, What streets will fans fill? The, the, because, remember, the stadium holds forty five five well 41 i mean it's not that hard yeah, to get a world series ticket yeah, that it is me. to get an eight i'm just saying yeah, i don't know about that it'd be hard and Do you there- think the get in price will be 1500 dollars? oh easy to a world series yeah. game oh easy yeah get in yeah worst okay i'm not sure about that oh yeah yeah no i, okay. I think would, but here's the thing uh, here, the difference where will the watch party be Will there be watch they, parties? They, the, do they do watch have you, parties? Have you been
1: down there? Because the JFK Studios are down there. I'm there, down there a lot.
0: Okay. And it's how it's
1: it? totally changed. Really? When's the last time you were down? It's been a while. Okay. Go down. You'll see it's totally. How many t- restaurants are there? there well, there's a, a few blocks away on the waterfront. There's there's great restaurants down there Okay. Now. The whole area has changed. But here's here's my reasoning on this. Everybody at some point in their life has played a, a baseball form fan? of baseball, right? Whether right. you know, it's catch with dad, yeah, they've company picnic, softball game. Right. How many people played hockey?
0: I I, I hear never you on played that. hockey. I know, I know you did. I never I played hockey. Well, nobody played hockey.
1: Well, that's the point. So, so I'm even saying I either. didn't
0: really play hockey, I but you you were on a
1: team, and, and I know you I didn't even have I never even held a stick in my hand on the ice. So, I think that's the reason that people will look at baseball, and I think it's it's America's. Pastime still,
0: even though football is, is, is the big deal, it's, it, it would be a bigger deal. All right. Wizards. Could you imagine the Wizards winning a championship, and how would that be? That would be big, too, because... Bigger than the Caps? Yeah. Would there be streets filled with people? Yeah. Because you know who's not so sure about that is Buckhans. Why? I saw Buckhans say, because he, he said it's just a different dynamic is all. It is. He, Buckhand said the thing that blew him away about the Caps was how accessible the players are. Yeah. He's like, they rode the Metro to the game. Yeah, that was cool. That's crazy. That was cool. Yeah. John Wall and Bradley Beal are not riding the Metro to yeah. the game. But, you know, I mean,
1: some of them, like Kevin Durant, shows up and stands on the sidelines at Redskin games. You know, uh,
0: John Wall has, has shown up at, well, he's a Cowboy fan. And but. obviously, the Redskins, if and God oh, yeah. willing, they ever get good again. That the pour the outpouring for that will be five times, ten times.
1: But but here's here's the difference between the other three sports. The other three sports, you have games, multiple games during the week. Yeah, Redskins, you have one game you, week. Yeah, one game week, and if you get to the Super Bowl, there's two weeks of no game. That's right. So it's it's different. It's a different thing. But I do remember walking the streets downtown and seeing all the T-shirt sellers and people people really freaked out about the games and. And they said the crime rate in D.C. when the Redskins played, like, non-existent. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ain't nobody
0: got time for yeah. robbing and shooting. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> All Redskins are good. The Redskins will also have to be really good and relevant for a longer stretch of time to build up that goodwill. Right. And because they have not been, you know, the Caps have been good for 10 years. The, the Redskins have not. No. And,
1: and, and it was great to see Gibbs... Do let's go catch. you like that? Because nobody cultivated the fans better than Gibbs. We need our fans God, out
0: there. The, guys, we got the best fans.
1: We got in the, world. the best fans, and our fans, when they get out there and they pump us up, it's great.
0: <laughs> I'll never forget. Oh, they yeah. go to they, Gibbs goes to Indianapolis in his second coming. They get the paint peeled off their helmets by Peyton Manning. <laughs> yep. Something like 45 to 10. In the post-game presser. Gibbs stops mid-sentence answering some question about why couldn't you contain the passing game and said, you know, I, I just want to take a second yeah. You know, I want to apologize. The team was leaving on the team buses yeah. on Thursday to go to the airport, and there was a group of fans out there, and by God, they had signs and everything, and, and I should have stopped the buses to say thank you for that. Yeah. I lost my mind. I think it was on Comcast yeah. post-game show, and I'm like, what is he talking about? <laughs> they just got killed by the colts and he cares about what happened Thursday with the buses? You know? But that was classic gibbs. Yes, yeah, and, and you know what Distract else? Distract and pander. Right.
1: Distract and
0: pander. But
1: but it also reminds me of this, which which really I think ties into what we were talking about with the caps too. His first era, no sports radio. We started 570 about six months after that Super Bowl. Yeah. So this is a different, you know, the the media coverage of sports. My sense,
0: Andy, was he didn't like sports radio oh no no <laughs> no like no 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 I no either. no his his questioning <laughs> things like why are we using the shotgun yeah everyone has the shotgun H-
1: his his radio show the first time around was a couple of paragraphs written for him by charlie dayton that he would read on wtop that was it no questions <laughs> you know, and so yeah so so he said man eh, who are these two whippersnappers <laughs> i'll do a show
0: with them and, and then we started asking tough questions i know and he didn't like that no he didn't like that at all yeah. and and there were some fans that didn't like that either. oh yeah because... remember when they
1: used to call up remember, remember they'd say coach do you know what they say about you after you're off the air
0: <laughs> did fans really do that yeah asshole and, he, fans. and he would he would, he would <laughs> <respond>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah but Andy you and I did it because we represent the fans and we wanted our new coach who was our old legendary coach to get with the fucking times, yeah, yeah, and to run a modern offense. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it's it's it was great in the first game when Clinton Portis
0: ran for sixty yards.
1: Yeah, but you might notice, coach, they throw all the time, all
0: the time, right? Forty-five throw games are not uncommon yeah, in the right. modern NFL. Right. I like being a champion. I, I even like sitting on your deck, Andy, in sixty-one degree weather, yeah. overcast. You're the dog barking. So I'm going to the parade Tuesday. So are we going to meet? Who are you going with?
1: Well, I'm going to go on with the junkies. Oh, you are. Okay. And then I'm going to go, I don't think I'll get on their bus, but, uh, so you,
0: they're,
1: they're, they're on buses. They're on, they, are, JFK they got a bus. Is on buses. They got a bus. Well, there how'd the, that happen? The flagship station. Really? That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. And, uh, and I also heard that Ron Weber is going to be in the, uh, one of the convertibles with uh, John Walton and, okay. and uh, which is nice. I was actually listening. Was it game four when they had those three goals in the first period? I think it was game four. Yeah. And, uh, and, yeah, that was game and Ron four. Weber was in the booth, which was really yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah, old Ron Weber. Well, so. you know, look, when, when hockey started here, I was, I was 16 years old. I, I didn't have any clue about hockey. Right. So <laughs> the original TV voices were Jack Doniger, who knew of some hockey. He was a New York guy. And Warner Wolf. And Warner would say, as I put in the piece, hey, Jack, what's the difference between the blue line and the red line? (laughs) You know, I'm sitting at home going, yeah, good question. What what is is that? So uh, Ron was the guy who taught you the game. And there were only like 20 games a year on TV. There was no home team sports or any of that. So most of what you got was crackling WTOP and no Internet. So he compiled all the stats. He sure. would sit in the hotel
0: room the whole day and, you know... Listen to the radio and compile stats. Compile stats, and then he'd give them to you in the game. So do you think our buddy Uncle Ted is going to resist the urge to be an asshole after this? Was. Well, and to really rub it in some people's noses? You know, you know, the first person I heard
1: say something about next year was Ted, which is an unusual thing for a guy who owns a team to do. And what do he say about next year? I'm worried about winning next year. Wow. Which is, you know... Kind of,
0: but he did. He, I'm to
1: enjoy the moment there, Teddy. He, he did promise multiple cups, though. I mean, look, he strutted in here with a boatload of cash from AOL. I know. And he was going to make the Capitals, the Atlanta the Braves. Braves of the Internet. Well, and,
0: he, he had lunch, he had dinner, he took us out to yeah. dinner, you and I, Andy, and yeah. said that basically the NFL's dying yeah. and that hockey is the new ascendant sport of the young. Yeah. And you and I were kicking each other (laughs) furiously under the table as if to say, can you believe what this guy is telling us? Yes. And now he had the streets of D.C. filled. Yes. With a sea of red. He had watch parties inside that were sold out within 20 minutes. There is an element of fuck you there that he's got on his side. He does. He does. For guys but, like us. But but when we had that dinner, the drought hadn't
1: been as long as it has. So you're talking True. about a quarter century drought. And he didn't have
0: Ovechkin then, yeah. Either, yeah. did he? Yeah. Didn't he meet with us in the early 2000s? I think, uh, I think they, yeah, I don't think. Pre-Ovechkin. So, yeah, I don't think. Yeah,
1: no, he had Yager. Here's what he was saying about Yager. He was saying there's going to be a lockout and there's going to be a salary cap. But they will grandfather in some teams, and we will have Jager, and even though he has a big contract, we'll be able to take him in. And he had it all figured out, but it didn't work out that well,
0: way. In part because Jager was a piece of shit. Yeah. He was a gambling, no-debt-paying piece of shit. Yeah, But he's no longer on the team. And he's old. Ovechkin is. Ovechkin is beloved. Ovechkin is a drinker. He is a partier. He's a badass hockey player, and he's all Washington's. I pray he retires as a capital. I want oh, him to I don't be a one team Hall of Famer. I, I don't
1: I don't think they're, they're it's not like Ray Bork who had to leave to get his cup. So, so you think he'll stay. Oh, yeah, and, and okay. Ted Ted knows it's really good for business. Well, of course. We but but like here we we're talking about Trots. What's your what's your feeling? Do you have do you think they have to bring back Trots? I don't.
0: No, but if Trots wants to come back, you have to bring him back. Right. But You don't want Trotz giving an interview going, boy, I'm really bitter. I thought I did a good job. I won the Stanley Cup well, and I wasn't invited back.
1: They, they stuck it to him this year. They promoted Tim Reardon from yeah. assistant coach to associate coach. They gave him and a couple of others on the staff a contract extension and did not give one to Trots. Does that so, matter? Well, it might matter now. It might. We'll see. But if, if I were Ted, I don't think for marketing the team, it's It's vitally important to bring back trots.
0: Okay.
1: I don't. I think. I think if marketing the
0: team, do you have to market now? The Stanley Cup champs.
1: Yeah, I guess there's still you know, TV ratings are important. Shirts, hats. You know. Do you have a jersey? I do not. I have uh, two Capitals T-shirts. I know you. I
0: know how you feel about adults wearing jerseys.
1: And I don't wear jerseys. You
0: own a sunny jersey, which you only wear in your house. Yeah. Right. You don't wear it out in public.
1: Occasionally. (laughs) I was actually invited to a bar mitzvah once. And they said everybody should wear jerseys, so I want jerseys. <laughs> but, so you don't want
0: a caps jersey.
1: Uh, I do not. Thank you okay. though. You should give it to somebody who really no, no. would appreciate it.
0: Oh no, I'm not giving it to anybody. Give it to somebody. I just wanted you to have one. I know,
1: but I don't wear jerseys. Okay. I'm old. I, I
0: bought one finally for myself.
1: You did. What'd you buy? Right. What uh, you want?
0: Ovechkin. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what, pick some guy who's gonna be a flash of well, the pain I mean, and
1: gone? Well there's 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 sorta of like this jersey snobbery thing.
0: With a more Esoteric one you have, yeah. Like if you got a Burakovsky, yeah. he's a he's a second tier player. You no, know, right. like I really like his game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. he's gonna be huge, exactly. Yeah, yeah. or a Verona thirteen because yeah, yeah. I like Verona. Yeah,
1: I can really appreciate his puck handling <laughs> yeah, skills. Right. Yeah, those those are, those are the Jersey <laughs> snobs. But the the way to go. All right, did uh, Jeremy like it? Yeah, I actually had it on the air briefly on Saturday okay. uh, talking about it. Because, I, as I told you, we were at Game 4 when they were swept and by did, the Red Wings. And
0: did Samantha like it? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. She, okay, and, her, she and her
1: boyfriend all dressed good. in bed, and it
0: was a whole big deal. Fucking winning, man. It's great. It really yeah. is great. We
1: did, we did how many years? 15 years of, of sports radio? 15 with no, years, with, not a sniff. Not a
0: sniff. <laughs> not a <laughs> fucking sniff. <laughs> Nothing. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, and, 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 and you know what? We didn't get to do this year on the air together, but I did get to do this podcast right here on your deck. And you know what, Andy? I'll take it. I'll take it too. Well, sure enough, Andy Polin was right. Ugh, I hate it. Your official uniform check goes as follows: I went to NHLUniforms.com, and the Washington Capitals did indeed change their uniforms from the red, white, and blue scheme. In the 1995-96 season. And they played at the cap center. So that's 95-96 that they uh, changed uniforms. They played 95-96-97 in those uniforms. They did a tweak in 97 through 2000. uh, And they played in those altered uniforms, the teals and the black alternates from 2000 to 2007. So really basically a decade in the unfortunate teal, black, and white combinations. They moved downtown from the Cap Center, uh, the Capital Center or Capital One Arena, which it's called now. It, It opened in December of 1997. So they did play at least two seasons in 95 and 96 at the old cap center with the new teal and black uniforms. And once again, my initial instincts on Andy were right. Don't challenge him on these little factoids and nuggets regarding DC sports history. And we'll end with this today. Good marketing stunt, I guess, for the International House of Pancakes, who announced that they were turning their upside down and turning it into a B and they were becoming IHOP. IHOP? They had teased this for about a week I think or two weeks and nobody knew quite exactly what it was and they did a good job of not letting it leak. Well on Monday they announced why it was. IHOP the pancake place and the breakfast place was now wanting to be known For their new burger lineup. And so therefore they were going to change their name. At least temporarily to IHOP. The International House of Burgers. They are not apparently going to eliminate. Their traditional breakfast offerings. It's a marketing campaign. And they will eventually go back to the IHOP moniker. But they wanted to include a big brunch burger with bacon. Plus a fried egg and brown potato on top with it. And it's adding several other menus, uh, several other burgers to its menu. Darren Rebellez, president of IHOP, told CNN Money We are definitely going to be IHOP, but we wanted to convey that we are taking our burgers as seriously as our pancakes. Several IHOPs, including one in Hollywood, is getting new IHOP signs with the P turned upside down. Several others might also get the treatment. What was great was that social media had some fun. Somebody tweeted Wendy's. So, at Wendy's, you're going to just let IHOB sell burgers on your block? I thought you were the OG. Well, the official Wendy's Twitter account said, Not really afraid of burgers from a place that decided pancakes were too hard. Oh, Oh! Oh, from the upper deck! From the top rope! Wendy's just murdered iHop. <laughs> That's funny. Not really afraid of burgers from a place that decided pancakes were too hard. Good, harmless social media stuff. No, I'm not going to have a burger from iHop. I don't go to iHop. I I wish. I I love pancakes. I had two of the most blissful sitting alone reading my phone breakfasts at the Denny's on the Las Vegas Strip when I was out there. It was glorious. Fresh, delicious, fattening as all get out. Scrambled eggs with cheese, white toast, bacon, and two lovely, delicious pancakes from Denny's. Absolutely one of my favorite breakfasts ever. And I would go to IHOP if there was one near me and I would eat pancakes. Or some version of breakfast. The burgers? No, I don't need burgers from IHOP. i got burgers other places. But good luck to you, IHOP. And let me know how it goes. That'll be a wrap for today. You know the drill. Tell two friends and hit up that Reddit thread on how great this is. Leave a positive review or or rating. That actually helps. Download, subscribe at all the major outlets, including iTunes, Google Play, etc. And always remember, you don't have a good spot at a parade unless there's a decent shitter within 200 yards. Of where you are standing. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.